Alright guys, welcome to episode 52 of a Kenny For Your Thoughts podcast. The podcast where Patrick Mahomes dislocated his kneecap worse than Brandon's brain is dislocated from the rest of his body. Brandon. You know, I've been checking out some pictures of uh, Alexa Bliss. So, See? I think I'm ready for the show. See? <laughs> Need I say more? <laughs> We're doing uh, Alexa Bliss. This is all Alexa Bliss show. An hour discussion. About the greatest that is. Five feet theory. Let's do it. Um, I do want to bring up the the <laughs> controversial topic of gun control because look, look what I brought today, buddy. <laughs> really, no reaction there, Brandon. Oh, but I was looking at the bliss. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That yeah, can you do that one more time? Hey, look at that, guys. I got nothing. So I got nothing. Uh, Drew's still looking. I'm still looking. What am I looking at? <laughs> I knew it. I knew exactly what he would Got say. Him. You you sit up there, Zordon. You look like Zordon from uh, from Power Rangers. You're just like a big old head. <laughs> look, look, Booker T and, and, and Renee Young don't look too amused with you. So if you don't know what we're talking about, jump on YouTube.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts. Watch the video version. Twitch.tv slash a Kenny for your thoughts pod. You need to watch the video version because you're confused as to what we're talking about. But for you in audio land... Welcome, welcome. Hello, everyone. Is is uh, it's, it's Fernando here? For, of course, Fernando's here. <laughs> Fernando will not miss a chance to abuse you. So, of course, Fernando's here. By the way, thank you, Brandon, for for getting the hat memo. Drew didn't get it, but what that's happened? okay. You know what? He's got good hair, though. He doesn't really need the hat. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Well, I like think. Uh... I have the nice flow. Brandon, very Miz-like. Brandon, we got we got nappy hair. We got we're nappy yeah. headed. We can't even. We're nappy headed nose over here. Oh, wow, <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> you know, I say something stupid, and then Brandon takes it like way too far. Always, kind of like the WWE draft where they did the they upped the cheesiness a little bit too much. Those damn war rooms are killing me. We're gonna kind of overlap, guys. This is gonna kind of overlap episode fifty one. Uh, for the simple reason that <laughs> we did that one on Sunday. This one is our first Thursday episode. So we're going to have to talk about last week's SmackDown, which we talked about in the last episode. But damn it, we'll tie the whole draft in together. Well, so what happened What happened was we traded episode 51 over to episode 52 in a blockbuster trade on WWE backstage. That's what happened. Like Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. <laughs> that was the uh, that was the blockbuster trade. That was the blockbuster trade. Absolutely. Nice. I like how they worded it with uh, future picks. Like it was an actual football trade or something. Like, okay, there's a part of me that appreciates that, but then there's a part of me that's like, they ruined that whole draft, so it just makes it stupid. Like, the future picks just sounds like Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross don't mean shit. Like, it's my opinion. It's like they got traded right. for nothing. They got they got traded for a washing machine like uh, old uh, months in uh, semi pro. Have you all seen semi pro? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I traded everybody, him away. <laughs> I traded away him away for our washing machine. <laughs> Ed Monix. <laughs> oh man, I love that movie. I love that movie. By do, the way, do we have a, a list of the free agents who's left a free agency? Well, the AOP, the show? AOP just got signed to Raw today, so Brandon doesn't understand anything they're saying because <laughs> one speaking Russian, one speaking Albanian, and, and Brandon can't just comprehend simple sentences as as it is. 
Yeah, Speaking I of, can't even really read the subtitles. Speaking of I which, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Fernando was a. Uh, uh, let me let me say the whole thing. Fernando Velasquez, aka Russell Moore for three three three, your biggest fan. He says, "Wow, Brandon, you remembered my name, but do you remember my last name?" Now here's a trick. I just said it, <laughs> so let's see if Brandon can remember it. Uh, hold on, <laughs> I got it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Fernando, uh, uh, um, oh, I know, I know. Uh, uh, What's his name? 619 uh, Velasquez. Yes. Yes. 619, that's really your go-to right there? Yeah, I had to, like, associate it with stuff. I knew it had something to do with brown pride. (laughs) Where where your brain just, like, how it works. The way that just connected was just, wow. I, 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 unbelievable. But it all if, comes with a circle. <laughs> I, you've left us speechless, Brandon. We got nothing to talk about now. We're just baffled, absolutely baffled. But guys, do we even want to talk Raw or SmackDown? Because I, I, I feel like the, the the one I want to talk about this week's AEW. Do we talk some? Yeah, AEW? let's let's go AEW. All right. So did you all hear that the uh, the gorilla position? So do you all you all know what the gorilla position is, right? Is that like where they where they come in? Basically, right before they come through the curtain. Right, okay. absolutely. So, in WWE, uh, it's affectionately called the Gorilla Position, uh, as a tribute to Gorilla Monsoon, who you would often find there at WWF shows or at the time. Oh, uh, I thought it was like a circus carny thing, like they have the gorilla. <laughs> Apparently, out. most fans don't know this actually. So that's exactly what I wanted to bring up on Twitter. Because um, that position was actually known as it's actually known as the go position, go go gorilla. So it's kind of similar. That's it's just a haha. But basically, it's a tribute to Gorilla Monsoon, the go position. Um, so in AEW, they've decided to call it, and not because of Cody Rhodes, but other people have decided this to call it the Dusty position. Ooh. Because Dusty Rhodes used used to sit, Dusty Rhodes used to sit in that position, baby, and and tell the talent to move along to the ring. Yes, so Dusty would sit there and in WCW. Now in WCW, well, let me go back. Basically, all of this has caused uproar. Um, everyone's like, it was a tribute to Gorilla Monsoon. Why would you change that? Why would why would you allow? Why would you mock the business, basically, is what they're saying. Now, here's the thing. It's only called the gorilla position in the WWE. In WCW, when Dusty Rhodes was sitting in the go position, it was affectionately called the Jody position because of longtime employee Jody Hamilton in WCW. So this is one of those instances where people on Twitter want to get offended for no reason. They, they're like, you see Cody's naming shit after his dad. It's not even, that's not even what happened. Cody walked into the go position. There was a plaque with Dusty's actual cowbell on it. He's posted on Twitter. And everyone said, hey, we're going to call this the Dusty position in tribute of your father. Oh, that's, that's right. pretty cool. Right, yeah. exactly. So how how toxic the wrestling community is has turned this into something like, you see, Cody's putting himself over. Like, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, you mean same guy who just took a loss uh, <laughs> after after the AEW went off air? Right. Exactly. That's all right. He's going to book himself to win the title. 
the video package they actually showed on uh, Dynamite with him it's like fantastic video package by the way. Brandon, what's the video package uh, about? About Cody and Jericho about to go at it. He's right. like training. He's like working out. He's like pumping. Right. This sounds like a vi- the gun. This yeah, sounds the like a v- very generic answer. It was good. <laughs> they had a lot of good video packages that night. That one was good. Well, my Jericho statement was, was he lost to a little kid who was dressed like Orange Cassidy. <laughs> right. That, that Did kid you see dressed, that? That kid dressed as Orin Cassidy. Uh, Cassidy was amazing. Uh, but there's a picture that somebody posted online of like Orange Cassidy pointing at him, but doing like the half-assed point, like he's just kind of like doing this number, and the kid like almost like an ET point, <laughs> and then uh, and the kid's like pointing back at him like that, and the dad posted that picture. So it, it's it's an amazing, amazing picture. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah, the video package. The video package. Yes. Cool. Um. I think a general consensus is, is if you're a wrestling fan or if if you're a wrestling company, I should say, I think the reason you're thriving is because of good video packages. I don't I think that's a, just a consistent thing. NXT is doing amazing because they have good video packages. Um, I get sold on these feuds just like I didn't really care about Jericho versus Cody Rhodes until they have a video package where Cody Rhodes is is they're showing how busy he is. And he's trying to train for this match. And then you have Brandy Rhodes say, look, Chris Jericho is going to go into this match having just focusing on this match, training, and then showing up for the match. Cody's going to have had four meetings. He's going to have to worry about the pay-per-view going on air, the pay-per-view going properly, this, this, and this. So it's like the way that it was sold, it was like, wow, like I want Cody to win now because like you really sell him on the fact that like, He's he's putting his whole life into this. And then Brandy basically saying, you know, once he announced that uh, he was challenging for the title, I knew I lost my husband for a month. Like, I know I know what kind of training he's going to do. And I know I know he's not going to want to talk to me. And and then you got other legends basically saying Cody's been like this since he was 12. Cody's always been like this. And it's like, you know, Cody Rhodes, like, didn't even need to be on that show. There's that video package alone. That's it. That's all you need to do to further his character in those two hours. And you don't burn out the Cody Rhodes character. So, Brandon, super random, but if we had, if, if this podcast had a go position, what would it be called? Uh, I don't know. Maybe assume the position or something. <laughs> I don't know. Why did I ask? Why did I ask? Let's call it the Reho position. I like that. What does that mean? It's just you horny bastard. No, it's in honor of Rio. So can we talk about that? Women, yeah, right, great, right. It makes me feel uncomfortable as a half Asian man. (laughs) I mean, look at look at Booker T and uh, Renee Young right now. They're flabbergasted. They're they turned their backs to you. (laughs) Have you guys been watching uh, that show? By the way, is it pretty good? What's that? The F, the FS1 show, I guess, with Renee is like the host. It was good. I saw and, the first episode. Drew, I don't know yeah. if you saw it. I don't think I did. I think I saw like little clips of it. Uh, I really like that it has like that sports center, like kind of like ESPN kind of feel to it. I mean, it's a Fox Sports show. I should say that. Yeah. You know, I like I like that it's got um, like Renee Young's not just like straight shooting it. It's kind of like more of like a um, what's the show I'm thinking of. Oh well, whatever. It's okay. When, now, yeah, when does it come on? Because I saw it on like the guide and the DVR thing. 
but it but didn't actually come on. It, yeah, yeah, it was like baseball. <laughs> they were like, well, was like, Wait, what the is problem this? was the Yankees game went on too long. Uh, and so, yeah, okay. uh, backstage didn't actually air at the time it was supposed to air at. So when I went to watch it on my DVR, it, it said it was like two hours long and it was only like the last half hour that was like WWE backstage. I'm being very unprofessional eating peanuts, by the way. <laughs> well, you always like to have nuts in your mouth. So wow. Can a man have honey roasted salted uh, peanuts in his mouth? <laughs> Russell Marv for three through three says the Kendrew position, by the way. Hey, notice, like notice someone got excluded from that naming, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm just saying. But speaking of Riho, man, I made a point. Um, I said this the other day to a friend, um, fan of the podcast, actually. And um, I think it got shown on AEW Dynamite, which was, and I'm not knocking her. I, I want to specify that I am a big fan of her. I see the potential in her. Um but Dr. Britt Baker, I don't think is as ready for TV as she should be. Just my opinion. Uh, this That's a talent where, you know, I think she would have been more suited for an NXT to kind of like train her and kind of like how to be TV ready a little bit. And quite frankly, I mean, her boyfriend's in NXT is Adam Cole, you know, baby. That's Adam Cole's baby. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, now, did Adam Cole train her, or did she get trained by somebody else? No, I mean, I th I'm I'm pretty sure she she got trained herself. But like, mm -hmm. it was one of those things where I think Riho, we got to see the experience of Riho in this because Riho is a whopping what 22 years old, and she's got more experience than Dr. Britt Baker because she's been training since she was nine. So like that that's kind of crazy to think like like Drew, your imagine your daughter like training in like three years. Yeah. Like really, really think about <laughs> that. Like, shake your head no. Because it's Come ridiculous on, to think about. It's ridiculous to think about. I mean, my daughter's two. That's like thinking like, oh, in seven years she's gonna start training and to be a professional wrestler. And damn it, I'll make sure that happened. What's her gimmick gonna be, Drew? <laughs> I don't even know, man. She's she's nuts. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, I've already got her to learn how to kick out at two. Yes. And sell it. <laughs> you gotta throw the shoulder up real quick. Speaking of nuts, don't mind me while I just chew on these. Are you guys working on the facials and everything? Make sure she's ready to go. Dude, she like she like acts like her own little announcer. She's like, and she kicks out. No, she's 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 adorable because she she actually uh, pays attention to the women's matches like really really intently when they're on. Mm -hmm. But like in an innocent way, not like the way Brandon does. Yeah, <laughs> I love the women's matches. I we, no, no, I'm aware. I'm aware. We know. That's the point. <laughs> what Kenny was saying was, this, she's a little girl, so when she sees right. girls wrestle, she gets you, excited differently right. than you I do. Get excited. Yeah, you get excited. Brandon, it's, not, it's not always about you. I'm trying to say it's like. You see, he doesn't understand. This is like goes back to WrestleMania when I said, Brandon, does Kofi Kingston mean anything to you? And he's like, no, Kofi's a jobber. And I'm like, yeah, but he's the first like African-American WWE champion. He's like, okay, I don't really care. Like, Brandon, Brandon doesn't know the term empathy. I mean, is he really African-American? Is <laughs> he go. like African-African? But he's American, so... Okay, okay. No, no, fair enough. Well, yeah, he's the he... first African-born champion. Yeah. Does that mean anything to you? No, he's African. But he's the first black champion. Done. 
Does that mean anything to you? Nah. Listen, it meant a lot to me when Seamus won a championship because, you know, we both have, <laughs> yeah, both red, have beard. red beards. <laughs> you do have a red beard. I never noticed that, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but anyhow, I, I want to... I Watching the Rio match, I don't shoot the messenger by saying this, but mm. I looked at Sawyer and I said... <laughs> you know, watching this match makes me really appreciate the women's talent in WWE. You think so? How the matches are much cleaner. They sell better. Understand Britt Baker doesn't have a lot of ring experience. And, you know, Rio obviously has freaking 13 Rio, years experience. Rio saved that match old. as good as she could, though. Yeah. But when I watched the, the Rio and... Um, the the big chick, what's her name? Wow, <laughs> I can't I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Nyla Rose, Nyla Rose. <laughs> Even some of that match, I was kind of like, oh man. Some of no, it, I know. Yeah. Right? I thought that was the a good WWE, match. The the first one on AEW Dynamite was a hell of a match. It was a good match, but what I'm saying yeah, is, yeah, is, it, it makes you appreciate the women's. Yeah, it's sloppy. Yeah. It makes you appreciate the women's talent in WWE. Even I even looked at Sawyer and said. This makes me appreciate Natalia's ability in the no, ring no, even more. I'm going to cut you off right there. I didn't say mic skills. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said talent in the ring as a wrestler. No, Natalia's very underrated fantastic. in the ring. I've never, I've never discredited Natalia in the ring because she's probably one of the best. She's a ring general. The reason she gets put into all these matches is because she's the woman you can rely on to run the match. You have a Royal mm -hmm. Rumble, you can put her as the ring general, which a lot of people don't realize that. So in the Royal Rumble, you'll always notice there's you always notice there's someone who kind of stays in the ring a lot. Like during it, mm -hmm. that's the position of the ring general. That literally means that's the person who's going to try to remember the spots, make sure that things move along to where they need to go. Like like me, Brandon, I'm the I'm the ring general yeah, of this yeah. podcast because <laughs> if it were up to you, you'd be like, "Uh, Alexa Bliss looks really hot in this picture, and just talk about that for about fifty minutes, which nobody wants to hear. <laughs> I think people want to hear about Alexa. Yeah, see, she I mean, does. look, we all like to hear about <laughs> Alexa, but not fifty minutes of Brandon talking about Alexa. That's kind of weird. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if he's talking about her, it, it's very weird. All right, it becomes like a, de a deviant thing. So we have a question, which is, we have a question, which I, I drew, you'll get back to your point right afterwards. Um, who's the better Japanese r women wrestler in the U.S.? Hmm. I give it to Shida. I like Shida. That's, that's who I think should be wrestling these matches. Yeah. I'm actually kind of mad, like, nothing against Riho, but, like, I thought Shida... Is this just a strictly AEW? That's true. I, here I am. Yeah. You know what? I'm so damn scoring on WWE. That it's like the X that I don't want to talk about. Like, I'm sitting there like, I didn't even consider Asuka, Kyrie, Sane, Io Shirai, because I give it to Io Shirai in a heartbeat. Yeah, she's fantastic, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I kind of like her better than Rio. Is that weird? No. Io Shirai, see, the thing about Io Shirai, she's a finished product. The yeah. thing, The thing with Io Shirai, um... Nobody get offended. This is just going to... I'm half Asian. I'm going to just say this. Riho is stereotypical Asian. Even Asuka yeah. and, and stuff. But Io Shirai came in as that. But when they flipped her character, she acclimated it to, to it so well. 
like she literally became a heel, like it's crazy and sense heel. And like, like Brandon, you know, Asian culture better than me, which is really weird. <laughs> but she's like a like a sexy kind of like a Yakuza like, like a kind geisha? of thing. <laughs> no, not a geisha. Yeah, oh. Asuka's more like a geisha, right? Like I'm talking about like that, yeah. that Yakuza, like mafia kind of thing, like to her, right? Like that dark. Right. Am mm-hmm. I am I saying that ro- properly? Oh, I don't know. It's like what you see in movies. Right, yeah. right. I'm yeah. thinking more like a Maggie Q. You know what I mean? Like a like a Maggie Q in in like uh what what, what movie? Nikita. Nikita. Sure. <laughs> Let's go with it. But but yeah, like Io Shirai has now kind of like distanced herself from the bunch in terms of like if we're talking about Asian women because it's like she's just such a good character and like they did like a small little video package on her uh, on NXT as well. And I was like, wow, like, I want to, like, literally, they cut the commercial right afterwards, and it was ingenious because it was like, I want to see her wrestle now. Like, I wasn't tuning out after that. I wanted to see her wrestle. So that was that was great. I, th- I thought they did a good job with that. Again, I think Look all... Gail Kim. Why do you always mention Gail Kim? Well, I'm going to say it again yeah. on the podcast. I'll never forget. Like, bluntly. And I... Bluntly. So I had a little bit of uh, the, uh, the 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 belly uh, the stomach works, and so I was gone for about thirty minutes. And uh, let's just say, quite literally, I put on Gail Kim's Titantron. Which, if you haven't seen it, search Gail Kim entrance video from two thousand nine. It's just a, it's just thirty seconds of her working out. And Brandon watched this for half an hour looped while I was gone. <laughs> when I came back, it was still playing. It was ridiculous. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. That was ten years ago. I'll never forget it. Scarred in my brain. How many uh, workout routine? How many tissues were laying around? <laughs> None, which scared me. Oh God! <laughs> That's what socks are for, man. You gotta save. Uh, Is that why all your socks have holes in them? I was just gonna say that. <laughs> no, it's because of the cheap Walmart socks. I gotta get the better ones. I literally this this man child over here. I had to tell him because he's like he wears like the the like he's been wearing the same socks for ten years. I'm like Brandon, go to Walmart, just buy you like a Fruit of the Loom or Hanes pack, like twenty bucks, and it's like just uh, twelve socks. And he's like, what? Uh, what? Like you could do that? I'm like, yeah. You don't have to wait for mother to go to like Dollar Tree and buy you a couple socks. Brandon, does your mother still buy your socks? Uh, no, I, I don't even know anymore. Anyway, this oh my this is taking. You see, this is why I I'm in the gorilla position because we have to get back on track here. Drew, you were making a point about, oh, Re- about I think Rio, yeah. yeah it's like- well, I was just saying, uh, you know, just the appreciation. Like me and you are pretty scorned right now with WWE and what's going on, but watching some of the women's matches in AEW with how sloppy they kind of are. It, it just makes me appreciate when I'm, even if I'm mad at WWE, I still can appreciate some of the things they offer. You know, I just, right. I think like Becky Lynch and like Sasha Banks and Charlotte are, are light years ahead of some of these girls in AEW. And that's not a knock on them. Yeah. They just, some of them don't have the yeah. exposure and they don't have, you know, TV time and, yeah. You know, you, you got know, a picture. 
these WWE girls have been doing this for years. And right, and that's what I was going to say. I think it comes down to the fact that AEW's women roster, women's roster, if if I had to critique it, is a newer roster. It, it, it's you know that's the whole point though is like to give give them a chance, a platform that they've never had. I mean, Kenny Omega bringing in all these Japanese women is is huge i mean huge these are these are women that i'm going to be blunt probably wouldn't have had an opportunity in wwe sheeta maybe but even then sheeta i miss sheeta where is she you see she is she is the one she's the one that gets me off track <laughs> i think they they definitely need to get penelope ford on the show yeah, where is penelope ford yeah I need to where the penelope hell is ford. penelope ford now that you mentioned it i'm, I'm yeah. upset and then as far as, you know, in-ring work-wise, uh, I think they really missed out on... Um, Kylie Ray? Kylie Ray, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I, think I'm, I was upset. Really I don't know what yeah. happened there. You know, I don't want to speculate. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, if I had to guess, my guess, just so, you know, we're aware, maybe she didn't want the, the fame. Like, she didn't kind of want to mm-hmm. be on TV every week and, and, like, have that, like, prying into her personal life. She just kind of wanted to do shows on her terms and it was like messing with her mentally that's my guess i'm just speculating i have no idea um or maybe brandon texted or something weird about <laughs> you know uh, i'm really happy to see your curves every week on tv like and then she was like yeah i don't think i want to be on tv yeah so I, I brandon I true story back. brandon true story which by the way happy birthday brandon uh brandon's oh, birthday yeah. was uh, on monday and uh, so one year for his birthday, Brandon went to a strip club. I'm not gonna, not gonna beat around the bush. This is the story. Um, and uh, basically, to 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 make a long story short, uh, Brandon showed the look that you were giving the uh, young lady that was dancing on stage. Yeah, so so she was dancing. I was just like, you know, do one of these, like. <laughs> but I think what happened was no, like, no, was no, 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 no. Let yeah. me tell the rest of the story. <laughs> so Brandon was just staring like this, and uh, he. He's toning it down, just so you know, because he's trying to play victim right now. But the the look, <laughs> if you're watching the video version, YouTube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts, the look was more like this. <laughs> no, and he was just was looking at he was just looking he was just looking at her in the eyes. And eventually, uh, she stopped dancing, swear to God. She stopped dancing and said, I feel really uncomfortable. And then we c- come to find out that she she became a nun afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> She stopped stripping after that moment and became a nun. So I think my whole point is that this is a horrible tie-in, but I think that's what happened to Kylie Ray. People like Brandon <laughs> made her not want to be on a national platform because they're creepy. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I didn't say anything creepy to her, so I hope that was the case, but... Somebody, it, well, you didn't say anything, but it was just. I think we were at one of we were one of uh, at one of the early AEW events, and Brandon was just staring mm-hmm. at Kaylee Ray like. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, is this true or not? <laughs> That's what it was. I might remember what it was. Just oh like, man, Kylie, I'm sorry. Right, you're watching <laughs> this. You're listening. I just want to say I'm sorry. Well, she she sworn <laughs> off television and the internet after you. So. <laughs> oh man. But in all seriousness, Kylie Ray, uh, man, I am so upset she's not with AEW. I, I thought she's basically what Bailey should have been. She is mm. basically exactly what Bailey always wanted to be, um, that character. Uh, that's that's my opinion. But anyway, moving on. What did we think about um, 
that tag team match, the Hangman Page, Kenny Omega versus uh, Pac and, and John Moxley. Oh, man, I thought it was great. Dude, that was like... I thought it was great. Th- that's one of those matches where it was like, you gave that away on TV? Like, it's ridiculous how good that match was. And then the... By the way, did you see uh, yeah. at the beginning of John with John Moxley's, Moxley's entrance? He like looks at the camera and says, "I love you, mom." <laughs> and he like spit all over the camera. He's, yeah, or, definitely spit well, all over yeah, the camera. Whatever. Yes, but Brandon, <laughs> you were about to make what I hope is a good point. <sighs> <laughs> no, I never make a good point. <laughs> oh, no, man. I was just gonna say like they've been giving away a lot of pay per view quality matches like this whole lead up you know like i wonder like brandon what happened to your light your green screen's going all crazy i have no idea i got the same (laughs) lighting going on do i need to do one of these is that yes yes thank you but anyway continue your point yeah no i was saying uh uh, these shows have been very like match heavy and so i'm wondering like are they going to turn it down a little bit before the pay-per-views maybe do Uh, more video package stuff or i mean mean, can they keep this up like this i mean maybe they can but we're on episode three remember that we're on episode three no but i'm looking at the opposite end of things which is like uh, i'm gonna be blunt right so like drew you have a fiance right did you in the beginning of the relationship did you not do a lot more things to impress her than you probably do now Absolutely. It's just like, you know, it's it's I always compare things to dating because it's it's always a good metaphor. I mean, you know, and it's not to say like Drew loves her any less. In fact, he probably loves her more. But the whole point is when you when you first start speaking of things I don't love, Brandon's phone has made an appearance. But you know what? It is not Brandon's phone's not been on this podcast for a couple episodes, which is which is a record, which is a record. But (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're just going to call anyway. this thing the Samsung position. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Brilliant. That's a good one. But, but yeah, to your, to your point, Kenny, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they're trying to draw you in. They, they exactly. want you to stay engaged, and they're putting on these classic matches. Um, I mean, the fact that next week we're getting Pac and, and Moxley. The bastard I mean, Pac. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> That's a freaking pay-per-view match right there itself. Absolutely. But I think also you got to realize in today's day and age, um, it doesn't apply really, I guess, to AEW. It applies to WWE. But, like, WWE would rather throw on these bigger matches there than on the pay-per-view. Brandon, what is up with your lighting? You've gotten really dark all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I, I, I'm looking at the same thing. I don't know what happened. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon's trying to sabotage this podcast. <laughs> He's assuming the position, if you will. Uh, that's the theme of this podcast: is the the position. But anyway, that in there. <laughs> uh, so we have a comment on the chat that says, "I kind of hope they tone down the tag matches." I disagree with that because, it, to me, if you're trying to, we're talking about drawing people in. Um, it, it's kind of like, okay, what does WWE do horribly right now? Bluntly. Tag team matches. That's their biggest, biggest area of opportunity. So why not show wrestling fans, okay, let me show you what what, uh, tag team wrestling should look like. That's my opinion. So I don't think that they should tone down the tag team vision at all. In fact, they should probably ramp it up, which they've done. I mean, um, it's it's a big focal point. Um, That was a, by the way, to open the show, 
with SCU and um, Christopher Daniels getting attacked. They brought back an element of wrestling that's been, to me, been missing for a while, which is, um, what's, what, what am I trying to say here? The, um, the feeling of surprise. We thought we were just getting a match of Christopher Daniels and Kazarian versus, um, geez, I don't even remember who they face now. Best friends. Thank you. Thank you. Best friends. So we thought we were just getting that match. And they also made it a, a point to say, hey, the third members of these teams are not allowed at ringside, which was cool to me, which was like, this is going to be a straight up tag team match. But then you have the Lucha Bros running out and taking out Christopher Daniels. And so it's like Scorpio Sky comes running out. And just the way it felt was very organic. It felt like it wasn't supposed to happen, which I love in professional wrestling when I can't I don't like to be on this podcast. Let me be blunt. I don't like to be right on this podcast. A lot of people uh, don't. So thank you, by the way, Ish. I, I just got your hey, zaddy. Uh, <laughs> Drew, just so you know, I have other boyfriends, too. Um, whoa, 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 sorry. whoa, whoa. Apologize. Oh, I apologize. But, <laughs> but you're Brandon. Brandon got jealous there, too. Wow, this is ridiculous. I'm, well, I'm, no, no, no. I was just meaning, like, hold on, like, the plot thickens sort of thing. Like, what's what's going on here? <laughs> but anyway, back to my point. Um, it, it felt like it wasn't supposed to happen. I don't like uh, or my point was I don't like to be right on this podcast. I would rather say, like, this is what I think will happen. This is what I think will happen. And then none of it happens because I I was wrong. Creative completely changed. So, again, I would have probably just assumed Christopher Daniels Kazarian versus best friends with SCU winning. But the way this happened was when Christopher Nanez got taken out and Scorpio Sky comes running out, it was cool. Like, he literally grabbed the thing of tape and he started taping up while he's in his jeans. And he's, like, looking at Christopher, I'm um, sorry, at Kazarian and almost going, like, I'm not going to let you forfeit this match. Like, to hell with that. Like, we're going we're gonna to have this, you know, reluctantly, I'm going to be in this match. To hell with it. And then, like, he lost his shoe, like, halfway through the match, too. <laughs> and, and Rick Knox, you got heat with me. Referee Rick Knox. Because... <laughs> The fans in one of the best moments on live TV in wrestling recent <laughs> recently, the fans threw the shoe back shoe to back. Scorpio Sky and the whole place just erupted for a shoe. And then Rick Knox saw it. And I guess he mentally just thought like a shoe got thrown into the ring and he threw it out the ring. And it was like, I thought it would have been such a cool moment if Scorpio Sky had like, because Scorpio Sky is talented enough to do it. He probably would have grabbed the shoe, held it up and like put it on his feet. There's foot, and then the whole place would have gone like, yeah, like, you know, something, something <laughs> stupid. But um, we didn't get that. We didn't get that. So, Rick Knox, you got heat with me. You got heat. But anyway, it's all good. There you go. I mean, how about SCU kicking butt, man, with, like, Kazarian and uh, and Daniels even at their ages, man? They're still going, those two. I mean, Kazarian's still, still more on the younger side. But, yeah, uh, Christopher Daniels, at least relatively. Uh, but yeah. Christopher Daniels, man, he always shocks me. Like that guy's like fifty. Does anyone realize that? Like it's it's kind of ridiculous when you when you think about it. Um, I mean, he's he, he's a lot older than like an AJ Styles even. Like he and AJ Styles yeah. are friends. Brandon, fix your damn lighting. I'm gonna say it now. <laughs> Seriously, you're uh, dark as try, shit. I would have tried. I know to what it is. Off. No, I know what it is. You're sitting forward now, so the damn brim of your hat is is blocking your light. Sit back like you were. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be blunt. This is what goes on before the podcast <laughs> actually starts. Right. This you is, guys are getting a live glimpse of next, how ridiculous Brandon is. <laughs> but but <laughs> I'm kind of a dick. Like, the way I talk to Brandon before we go on, po- on the podcast, I'm like, Brandon, fix your goddamn microphone before we go on air. I'm about to go live. Jesus. All right. What if I lose the hat? We'll see. If maybe that helps. Oh, God. Here comes the nappiness. The Look nappiness. Ooh, <laughs> it's a little nappy, dude. Your hair is worse than that one guy from uh, the tag team. From who? <laughs> from Private Party. <laughs> Brandon doesn't wait, know wait. who Private Party is. Wait, Private Party or the Street they're, Profits? Which they're a, they're AEW's version of the Street Profits. Oh God, I hate you all for that. It's like it's like my pet peeve. Like I I like Private Party. Uh, Brandon, look how bright you are now all of a sudden. It looks like the light of the Lord has hit you. (laughs) My point, I was was trying to get Brandon to understand who they were, and I had to dumb it down for Brandon. (laughs) E-L-I-5. Dumb it down a little bit, yeah. You know the guy that looks like uh, one of the dinosaurs from the Mario (laughs) Brothers with the two... <laughs> gold things, gold hair. Oh my god, Brandon, can you do that with your hair? Can you put like the? Two oh little... my god, uh, get the blonde tip. Demon. Yes, Dude, he, he's got like a all right. Mohawk Everybody in the eye. chat, let me know if you want Brandon to style his hair <laughs> like one of the private party members. I can't remember his name right now. I'm about to wear a hat at work. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Best comment in the chat is why is Brandon using the static background from Seth Rollins Titan Shroud? <laughs> because Brandon has inconsistent lighting. Brandon for some reason, right? Brandon will like have a strobe light. He'll, Brandon will start moving the light around or start moving like he'll uh-huh. sit back so that the light hits him all different. But look, I'm trying look at look, I'm moving all around. The light hits it's me exactly the same because I have it directly in front of my face here. Brandon, yeah, gonna go buy ring lighting. No, we're yeah, you, I'm making you buy light. ring lighting. How much Speaking ring lights, ladies and gentlemen? But if you want to help us, yet, if yes. you want to <laughs> help us afford ring lighting for Brandon, go to prowrestlingtees.com/slash/akitty for your thoughts you and buy one it, of our bro. t-shirts. All right, yeah. we're gonna have Don't some. Don't do it. You get the staticy background. And hurry up now because I think I'm gonna retire these designs in favor of some new designs. So because. I think it's about time we retired the men, all right? I mean, come on. Becky Lynch is popular and all, but we need a rehost-styled a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast shirt. That's what we're going to do, all right? But seriously, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash a Kenny for Your Thoughts. On Friday, I'll be posting a code uh, for Pro Wrestling Tees, uh second anniversary. So if you want to get that shirt discounted, by all means, or if you want to give us full profits, by all means, by all means, just go ahead and don't use the code. But I like or how every single one of us, story. by the way, the greatest thing was every single one of us, as we were talking <laughs> about the ring light, you saw all of us, the light bulb moment go off of like, transition to ProWrestlingTees.com. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, and I appreciate you all for it. <laughs> uh, fantastic. But Brandon, you were talking about most fr- fruitful Yuki. Oh, yeah. Did you, did you guys Yo, see this? Crap. I didn't even realize you were wearing the shirt. Um, I'm Brandon, scared to move because I don't want the light to Brandon, screw up. No. Brandon <laughs> is wearing the shirt that we talked about on episode 51. It is the it fruitful is, Yuki man? It is the most fruitful oh Yuki. The pregnant, the pregnant superhero. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we have a request on the chat, which I think is 
a valid point. The request is for us to talk about Darby Allen. So let's talk about Darby Allen. What you all think about Darby Allen's? He's got boyish good looks, I think. That's really the takeaway you have on Darby Allen? Yeah, right? I think the kid's got a bright future. I mean, the whole hands tied behind his back. That was freaking excellent, so, man. WWE marks. Bluntly, WWE marks were up in arms about that. No pun intended. But they literally were like, how the hell do you have a man who's got his hands tied behind his back almost beat Chris Jericho? And I'm like, that's why you do it, because Darby Allen was made to, into a fucking star that night. He was made into the star. Chris Jericho showed you that this kid could beat the world champion with his hands tied behind his back. Jericho still had to cheat to beat him. Still had to cheat to beat a man with his hands tied behind his back. Really think about that. It doesn't make Jericho look bad. He's a heel. He's a heel. It does not make him look bad, but it makes Darby Allen look like a million bucks. Now, I put Darby Allen, I don't know about you all, but I put Darby Allen in his very, very special category, which um, is the fact that he can get genuine sympathy. There's not a lot of people that get that. I'm thinking about guys like Shawn Michaels, Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy. These are guys who can, you would think that it's their athletic ability which, of course, helps. But it's the fact that, like, when these guys get their ass kicked, you feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. That's that's what makes you notice people like Jeff Hardy at first. What made you notice people like Shawn Michaels at first? It was because when, he got his, when they got their ass kicked, you felt bad for them. You could sympathize with them, and it made you want to see them more. And, yeah, look, we're getting comments in the chat. Darby Allen is a modern-day Jeff Hardy. Nuff said exactly my point. It's just that intangible. Jeff Hardy is one of those rare guys that was popular with the girls, absolutely popular with the girls, but it didn't make guys cheer him any less. A lot of people in the wrestling business, when they're popular with the girls, you hear the macho guys come in. I give an example, Roman Reigns. He gets cheered by the girls, but then the macho guys come in and they go, I don't like him. He's an idiot. Don't like his long hair. He doesn't look like a tough guy. You know what I mean? Darby Allen has the whole crowd in the same way, like a Jeff Hardy would, like a Shawn Michaels would. So that's my opinion. I think I think Darby Allen's going to be I know we talk about MJF being probably the first organic star in AEW. I'm changing my mind because I think Darby Allen's going to leapfrog him in AEW wow. win that title first, believe it or not. Do, do you think a Finn Balor has a little bit of what Darby Allen has? He does, but the problem is I think his booking is a little weird, but I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. He's kind of like that um, he's got the same build. He's got that same. He, he does, but like Finn Balor's. They, I don't know. Finn Balor's a little bit more weird with it. They don't book him right. That's, right. that's the problem. Right. But back hey. back to Darby Allen. Can we just say how impressive though, like the leg strength was to be able to jump up on the ropes with no yeah. hands, to jump back on the apron, right? To jump up on the stairs and get through the, and then jump dive through the freaking. Like that's impressive. Absolutely, skateboarding, man. Absolutely, and and right, but it's like you know, for all intents and purposes, here's a guy that like some guys shouldn't like. I mean, we was it uh, our friend Keith? Um, he was like, "Wait a second, is he wearing jean shorts with stockings?" And we're like, "Yeah, he is." And you know, we all noticed that, and like nobody cared. But that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like same thing again. Stereotypes don't kind of apply to him. Jeff Hardy, when he wore the stockings on the hand, 
Like, nobody looked at him and went like, oh, that guy's weird. Or I don't like him because of how he dresses. They all just went like, Jeff Hardy's cool as hell. Yeah, he Darby dressed on Hot Topic. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that could, for some <laughs> people, they don't like that style. But, like, they're just an intangible. There's something you can't, you can't explain. Darby Allen has it. He has a sort of quiet charisma that you can't explain. Like me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're more like an MJF. What do you mean I'm like an MJF? <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a dick. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're like an MJF, too. I am. That's why we get along so great. I'm like a Scorpio Sky. You lose your shoe? Yeah. That's the only comparison yeah. I got to for, for you for Scorpio Sky. <laughs> Is that you You be out in public and all of a sudden you're like, Brandon, why are you wearing one shoe? And, you're, and he's like, uh, uh, it, uh it, you know, it's fine. It's just fine. And then I'm like, you got holes in your socks. He's like, uh, I'll just, I don't know where to buy socks. My, uh, so. Oh, man. It's what I. This is what I live with. This is the bird I care, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Just come live at my house, Brandon. I'm trying to get guys. Everyone on the podcast. I'm trying to convince Brandon to come live at my house, uh, to come rent a room from my house. But he doesn't want to do it because he says I will not put his underwear in the microwave the way Mother does. Yeah, I like it crispy. <laughs> in a minute thirty seconds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's ridiculous, Brandon. Brandon, you're you're boring, Drew. You're boring, yes, Drew. You <laughs> Brandon, he has to be up at five a.m. Come on. I'm sorry, Drew. But anyway, dang, you got to be up at five. That sucks, man. <laughs> anyway, back to back to yeah. EW. Yeah. You know what the match of the night for me was? Was that? Yes. And it it impressed me a lot. It was the Lucha Bros versus what are they calling themselves as a tag team? The Jurassic Express. Jurassic Express. Mm-hmm. Oh man, dude, those two little ones. The two little me. ones. The, let's also, little, can we also talk about that? Like that that's actually a point I wanted to make about Darby Allen, which is <laughs> the fact that well, so by the way, people are saying that the video started buffering when you compared yourself with Scorpio Sky. So apparently the internet is not happy with that comparison, Brandon. Uh, uh, however, <laughs> however, the point I wanted to make is I mean, it really says something. If you got uh, Chad Gable in WWE, who is a whopping five foot eight. I'm five foot nine. I'm an inch taller than Chad Gable, but the way Shorty they Gable. right exactly the way they treat Chad Gable is to call him Shorty Gable and to make this his gimmick. Whereas you got guys like Darby Allen, who's five foot eight, or maybe even five seven, and he's main eventing AEW with Chris Jericho, who. Jericho's a whopping five foot ten. Don't listen to whatever he tells you. He tells he tells everyone he's six feet tall, but I can I know for a fact he's like a, a five foot ten. And then you no, got he's shorter than that. He's shorter than me. You you think so? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you got Marco Stunt, who's a whopping two foot four, and then you got I mean to put in perspective. Um, all jokes aside, um, Jungle Boy is like five seven, and you can see how short uh, Marco Stunt is to him. Now, the point is. These guys are treated like wrestlers. They're not treated like comedy acts, you know, because of their height like they would be in WWE. I think that's a big, big difference with AEW and WWE right now is like it's more so like look how little this guy is, but look how damn impressive he is. Not like, okay, let's make fun of him because he's not as big as everybody else. Um, So if you all didn't know, by the way, um, legitimately, Luchasaurus was supposed to be in this match with Jungle Boy. 
So this was supposed to be a completely different match than we got. This was supposed to be the big guy and the little guy versus, you know, the two high flyers. Right? Can you imagine day of, uh, or maybe not day of, but a couple days before, you know, um, Luchasaurus injures his hamstring is what happened. So he's got like, I don't know if it's a day by day, but anyway, point is couldn't do the match. So can you imagine all of a sudden they go, okay, we got to put Marco in. So this is a, that ended up as a completely different match than they would have had with Luchasaurus because the Luchasaurus is like six foot 10, whereas Marco stunt five, one tops. So, I mean, for what they did, like what Drew was saying, holy crap. It was an amazing match. Yeah. I mean, some of the things that they're doing as a cohesive team, I was like, wow, that's, I mean, eight, you were saying, you know, somebody said, you know, AEW needs to stop with tag teams. No, right. man. Like, the tag teams are what's making AEW stand out. Because right. just every team shits on WWE's tag team right now. Right. I mean, right. I, I don't really think I like any tag teams in WWE. And uh, it's like, the, I the Viking The enjoy- Viking Raiders. Okay. I thoroughly enjoy <laughs> every tag team that I've watched in AEW. You know, it's like, to me, the Lucha Rose are the best tag team in the world. There's no just strength, speed, like everything they do is fucking cool. Right. And I mean, just how, how much of a reaction they get with the whole. Right. Just, you know, it's, it's, they're, they have it. They have it, uh, especially Penta Al Zero. I mean, uh, Pentagon Jr. is just as soon. Yeah. As soon as he throws up the Cerro May, though, it's like people. Go dude, nuts. We were there. We were there at Fight for the Fallen. And I, you know, I seen the lucha bros on tv but until i saw them live i was like holy crap now i get it now i understand why the you know the lucha bros have it now i understand why you know this is a huge coup for for them to be an aew um <laughs> slam home wrestling says in kayfabe luchasaurus got in a fight with a t-rex and got wounded very good <laughs> very good kayfabe explanation brandon why are you mentally wounded <laughs> What's the kayfabe explanation? Somebody touched me on the... What? Where was that going? Look, how about Santana and Ortiz? All right. So can we Those talk guys. about Santana or Ortiz? Santana had a problem with me on Twitter last night. So Uh-oh, I tweeted... So I, I sarcastically said... Um, I sarcastically said... Because their song, I didn't really like their song. It just kept saying, "We're, you know, if if we're proud, then we're powerful. If we're proud, then we're powerful." Yeah. And then so I said, "So wait, so if Santana and Ortiz are proud, then what are they?" And then like he sends back in all caps on the tweet. He sends oh. back in all caps. He says, "Powerful." And then um, I said something like, "How'd you have time to respond uh, to my to my um, my tweet if you were drinking a little bit of the bubbly?" And he goes, are you trying to call me a lightweight? This is true. This is the legit interaction on our Twitter. Go check it out. I'm going on right now. <laughs> but by, by the way, people are requesting we talk about NXT. Yeah, because I don't want to talk about SmackDown or Raw. God knows. Um, so so the return of Tommaso Ciampa, I think, yeah, we should talk about that. Um, who He fought another Latino superstar who I think is going to be one of WWE's it guys uh, coming up because I saw him um, at the first NXT, the first live Wednesday NXT Angel Garza. Angel Garza has it. Literally people were chanting for him to take off his pants 
because he has the breakaway pants. Brandon, okay. Brandon, don't get ideas. Brandon's like, wait, they make those. Brandon's like, uh, that'd, that'd be, be pretty nice. Right, yeah. Brandon's like, that'd be easy comfort for the bathroom. It's <laughs> so convenient that way. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was a hell of a match. I mean, I mean, Angel Garza obviously is not really a NXT attraction yet. But once they kind of like put him as like a star on the roster, I think Angel Garza is going to go a long, long way. So you got a guy who can definitely be up there with the Eddie Guerreros and the Alberto Del Rios. Um, he's got that kind of charisma. So um, I was excited to see it. But um, Io Shirai, I think I mentioned it already. We did we did uh, mention Io Shirai and, and how that video package had me ready for her match. But let's talk about... The number one contendership for the North American title, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. Um, I will never. 305 Live. 305 Live, <laughs> Keith Lee. I will never not mess up Dominic Dijakovic's name, by the way. I always like stutter for like a second before I say it. It's kind of like Brandon when he talks to a woman. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I think he dropped something. Uh, she's like, what? Uh, my, my heart. Oh, it's, that's a solid pickup line. You gotta admit, it's pretty. Nah, solid. for you, Brandon, you should be like, "Oh, I think you dropped something." Should be like, "What?" And be like, "Oh, your dignity." That'd be the only way you go out with me. <laughs> you know what? That's not bad. Maybe I should appeal to her sympathies. Oh, my work. Oh man, it's great. But you're gonna Darby Island her. Okay. I'm gonna Darby Island it up. Right, but you know. The one match I want to talk about, too. Oh, well, no, we were still talking about Dominic Dijakovic and, and Keith Lee. I want those two to fight forever. For, honestly, they have such good fight matches. forever. Yeah, they, exactly. They, they do stuff that no other big men do. And it's ridiculous that these two have a match that you could see on, like, freaking 205 Live. And you have a guy that's, like, six foot six, And then another guy that's, like, 300 pounds. It's, like, it's pretty ridiculous. And then the fact that, like, one thing I do hate in kayfabe, though, I hate when a heel champion comes out and attacks the two guys. And it's like, don't you think that would turn into a triple threat after that? If this was a number one contender match? It's like, in kayfabe, why would a champion attack these guys? It's to me, it's one thing in WWE that, like, we need to address. Like, again, like, why would I attack if I'm the champion and you have two guys who are fighting for my title I think he had learned by now that if I attack them and the match gets thrown out, they're just going to make it a triple threat as opposed to just not having a challenger. So, I mean, that's just my opinion. Mm. But anyway, the main event, uh, I was shocked. I did not did not see um, Damian Priest beating Pete Dunne. Mm. I did. I saw that coming. You know, Latino Baron Corbin just beating the crap out of Pete Dunne. And it's like, just holy crap, man. Like, I really, I, I don't know. Like, for it seemed like a big upset to me. But it kind of, I think, shows you what they're going to do with Damian Priest. Kind of in the same vein of, like, a Darby Allen. You can see, like, okay, they're going to do something with Damian Priest on NXT. But can I we think? Good. Didn't I call that when we went to the NXT live event in Tampa? Didn't I say this guy reminds me of Baron Corbin? Not every, so not one person on on twitter hasn't said that just so you know uh, okay. so what i said was nothing special uh but uh fernando says that was his match of the week yes i thought that was a good match too um 
so that's that's awesome. Uh, I was about to make a point, but I got lost in Drew's eyes, so I apologize. It happens I, a lot, actually. I think AEW needs <laughs> Tegan Knox. I think that would help. Why would why would Tegan Knox go to AEW? I, no, I'm just saying that's what they need. I think that's what what. So so let me get this straight. Brandon pulled up a random a- random AEW. result NXT results. He saw one. he saw a name and he was like, uh, you know, so and so should go to AEW, and it's like, Brandon, do you know, where's Tegan Knox from? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> See, he from. knows nothing about Tegan Knox. <laughs> this is my point. But the point is not to say that he's wrong, but he's literally just making a point right, for the I'm sake of wrong, a point. Right? <laughs> this is a point for the sake of a point. He's just like, uh, you know, Tegan Knox would turn around. Uh, AEW. It's like, what? What are you talking about? But uh, let, let's also talk about... Uh, so Mike Kanellis um, has requested his release from WWE after just uh, re-signing a contract. So what do you all think about that? Um, I think good for him. Right? It's true. It's like if you're not being used, then, you then got just yeah. quit. Right? Yeah. Like Brandon, you should quit the podcast. You're not being used. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting to get my uh, light. I need my light from the T-shirt sales. No, I think the, I re- go. the reasoning was is he wanted to be able to be use his talents a little bit more, and he wants to to travel. And he just, I mean, look at the gimmicks they put him in. I mean, Jesus Christ, he looked like yeah. such a bitch. But I think, <laughs> I, I think, and you know, again, as as two guys who have daughters, uh, there's one thing he said that really resonated with me was he's like, I know I just resigned and, and I know I did it for financial security, but like, he's like, and, and this again, it really hit home because this is kind of why I had quit my job a year ago. Um, it was like, you know, he, he goes, I can't, I can't stand the thought of coming home to my, my daughter every week and her seeing a dejected, like guy who doesn't like what he's doing and and he wants his daughter to feel proud of him and it's like yeah like i totally get that like sometimes it's not about the money you know it's it's not about the money it's like uh, the fulfillment brandon what the hell just happened <laughs> brandon if you're not if you're watching the video version brandon for some reason just did a very quick zoom in on his crotch which is really awkward I mean, <laughs> Everything's falling apart. Brandon, what's going on right now? Oh, this is the most. I'm flabbergasted that you would give that away. If you want to be on OnlyFans, Brandon, Brandon's <laughs> only, OnlyFans. Brandon, do you even know what that is? Yeah, that's like where all the cool girls are doing. <laughs> He's doing a private Snapchat as well. Yeah, they do a private. Oh God! Just pay like fifty <laughs> bucks a month. So right? you know, on Where's the she... chat, they're saying "botch, botch, botch." <laughs> <laughs> you get a premium. Uh... Oh uh, man! That anyway, was... let's talk some wrestling. Kenny, how, how do you feel about uh, the man Seth Rollins being not the captain anymore for Team Hogan? I'm totally okay with it because uh, he's fighting the Fiend, which I'm gonna be positive. I hope everything's gonna be good in that match, but. Uh, I'm not excited. Again, this goes back to, uh, uh, it goes back to just not being excited with WWE. Um, I'm not really excited for crown jewel. Usually I am, 
which I'm, I mean, Brandon, you can, you can listen to older episodes when uh, crown jewel happened, when uh, greatest Royal rumble happened, I was very optimistic with the Saudi Arabia events. So it has nothing to do with that. I'm not, I'm not biased against them. Like some people are in general. Um, I am not excited for crown jewel. I am just, just not Brandon. Are you excited for crown jewel? Uh, all the time, bro. This is gonna be <laughs> name name you of the year. Name one match that's gonna happen on Crown Jewel. Oh, uh, Tyson Fury <laughs> is gonna get these hands. Oh, can we? Not, uh, let's not even talk about that feud. I that, that's, that's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I'd rather talk about Cain Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar, but we we, we kind of covered that on episode fifty-one. Uh, but uh, one thing I also did want to talk about, you know, before we go off air, we're about to wrap up here, but. Before we go off, Eric, can we talk about the fact that uh, every week we are losing, uh, we are losing people. What 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 should I say? Not subscribers, but um, viewership. Viewership is going down on every wrestling show weekly. So I pose the question: Is this too much wrestling for everybody? Is that what's going on? Are, Are people burnt out from watching literally Raw Monday? You got NWA on Tuesday. You got AEW and NXT on uh, Wednesday. You got Brandon trying to show everybody his crotch on Thursday. (laughs) You got SmackDown on Friday. Saturday and Sunday, you got Brandon turning strippers into nuns. (laughs) Like, like, is, is there a burnout of professional wrestling? Do you feel the burnout, you gentlemen? Yeah, I do. Drew's yawning. Drew's burnt out like shit. Drew, Drew, Drew literally thought about watching that much wrestling. It started falling asleep. I thought about watching SmackDown tomorrow, and I'm already asleep. <laughs> Brandon, damn it, you're rubbing off on me. Don't 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 say things See, like that because he'll fault, he'll Drew. he'll take that's that literally and be like, I mean, if you want me to, <laughs> I'll bring the lotion. You want me to rub off on you? Uh, <laughs> Um, I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not burnt down on it. Um, I'm actually, I'm for Wednesday than I am any other day during the week of wrestling. Say it again. Sorry. My, my, my stuff glitched there. I'm more excited for Wednesday for any day of the week for wrestling. Yesterday. Uh, again, today is Thursday when we're filming this podcast, but yesterday I remember just looking forward to coming home and watching TV because yeah, wrestling is on. Uh, I haven't gotten like that in years. I mean, usually Brandon knows. I'm like, yeah, you want to come watch Raw? Like, that's literally it. You want to come watch Raw? Now, let's speak about Wednesday because on Sunday or no, sorry, on Monday when we were watching Raw, I asked Brandon, hey, do you want to come over and watch AEW Dynamite? And he goes, "Ah, it'll be like 10 o'clock. So I text him yesterday. (laughs) I text him yesterday. And I say, hey, this is this is true story. This is not even embellishing to be funny on the podcast. You literally were like, uh, it's going to be delayed. We'll watch it 10 p.m. I was like, okay. And so I text no. him. I text him and I say, hey, like you, you coming over? And he goes, no, bitch. I got to go straight to, to Stefano's house, which yeah. Stefano's a friend he plays music with. And I was just like, first of all, you didn't need to talk to me like that. No. Like, that's the first I thing. Don't, and then second of all, it's like, okay, the way you said that was really suspect because you were like, no, no I need to go there like now. Yeah, no, no. I... People, people in the chat are asking me to post the text messages. <laughs> they're asking yeah. me. They're asking me to post it, but Brandon's gonna yeah, ve- veto. Brandon's gonna no, veto me can, showing the text. You can show the text. No, I actually I don't remember saying that. 
Of like, course, of course not, because yeah, right. I was just yeah, gonna say so because you were probably think, asleep while yeah, saying it. You're I was like, uh, I'll be over. Yes. So yeah. So if I said, go yeah, on our social asleep, media, just... you can see how <laughs> broken Brandon's neck is, like yeah. as he's sleeping. It's really ridiculous. It's like it. Yeah. It was really concerning, actually. I, I remember saying like I was gonna do this the podcast, but I don't remember because <laughs> I was like I, I was always thinking I was gonna record. The the AEW. This just so, in, by the way. Yeah. This just in Diano Perazzo. If you need a boyfriend, you let me know. Anyway. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I had a Brandon moment there. Apologize. Shoot, I shoot, your shoot, huh? Shoot. <laughs> That's a shoot. That's a shoot, brother. It was a shoot. I've been posting. A lot of people are accusing me, Brandon, of. Uh-huh. They've. I've been posting a lot of <laughs> Diano Perazzo stuff, uh-huh. and so a lot of people were saying like. Did Brandon get a hold of your social media? <laughs> like, literally, that was the response. Yes. Right? Right? So, the come people on. know. Guys, come on. The people know. For they look, know what's up. Look. Look at that. Come on now. Come, come on, Dion. Now, now, who does she. Who is she. Is she with uh, NXT or something? Is that why I haven't seen her? Yes. Uh, right. <laughs> right. That's exactly. Brandon, Brandon, who's the girl she's with? Was that Vega? Wow. Yeah. Good job. Oh, I can't, Chelsea I can't Green. see it from I'm looking at I can't see it from here. Okay. Well, anyway. I was sitting next to him. I should have looked this way. All right. I'm just All gonna right. stare at you, Baron. See the yeah. audio the people who are listening to the audio version are just really gonna hate this episode <laughs> because we're just gonna we randomly yeah. stop talking. So so let's do something exclusive for for those in All audio right. land, all right? Brandon, all right. let's sing with my baby tonight. Oh, how does that sound good? <laughs> <laughs> Spend my day working hard on the go, but the hand on the clock keeps spinning too slow. Cause I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. Right. <laughs> I can't sing, sorry. My Apologies. Baby tonight. <laughs> it's okay. Random comment Man, on the terrible. chat. Yeah, yeah. Brandon, next episode, Wait, we are going to sing karaoke of With My Baby Tonight. Alright. <laughs> who who is Pizarro? Who is this? Diana Perrazzo? Oh Perrazzo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is oh Piz- who, who is Pizarro? <laughs> Diana Diana, oh my god. There another one for your your t shirt. We're gonna have a t shirt of all the names. Brandon mis- oh, mispronounces. I, I think I've spelled it wrong because I keep getting like <laughs> pictures of banks and stuff. I don't. What is this? I can't even. How did he say it? I can't even mispronounce it. He Dion- said Bizarro. <laughs> Diana Pizarro. Uh, Diana Perazzo. Yep. Everyone on the chat saying Kenny's carrying Brandon literally <laughs> every week. It's true. But yeah, Brandon, uh, let's start wrapping this thing up. Kind of like a contraceptive. Um, <laughs> because I am... This is the Kenny position after hey, all. Hey, I found her. All right, nice. Right, yeah. anyway, wow. And we lost him. Yep, he's, right. he's I'm, gone. No, I'm back in it. I'm back in the I'll, game. I'll steal his segment if you want, Kenny. <laughs> Go ahead. Drew, don't sleep on it. Even though the camera probably showed Brandon. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh man, Good, ladies and gentlemen, don't sleep on Brandon not knowing a damn thing about wrestling. 
<laughs> Guys, don't sleep on this podcast. We know you I'm want to. I'm a casual fan, all right? I'm a casual fan. I have an excuse. He admits it. He finally <laughs> admits it. <laughs> He's a casual See? fan that wants to be a diehard, but he just can't. <laughs> he has a serious problem, guys. You're welcome, Kenny. If you're on Twitch, donate. Donate to his ring light so that he can stay awake. Yeah, because I assume ring. with a blinding light in his face <laughs> that maybe, <laughs> maybe he'll stay awake. We have people asking me to kill you on the on the show <laughs> to just stream it. That's horrible, guys. I will not Khashoggi this man on air. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> I think All that's right. a good note. I think that's a good note to leave on. But guys, hashtag Clinton body count. Oh my god! Wow, guys, follow us on Twitter at Kenny Podcast, Instagram at Kenny for Thoughts Podcast, Facebook at Kenny for Thoughts Podcast, and please go ahead and get us to a thousand subscribers on YouTube.com slash Kenny for Your Thoughts. We're at nine hundred. Get us there. We just need a hundred. More of you people who hate Brandon to follow us, and we can get to a thousand subscribers. The audio versions, if you rather listen to our velvety tones as we talk in this kind of tone, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and more. All right? That's right, Internet. How strong is your hate for me? If you're willing to subscribe, <laughs> make it happen. Prove that you really hate me. Right. By subscribing to Kitty And guys, if we get to a thousand subscribers, we will do a live dunk tank with Brandon. We, <laughs> but we won't put water in there. We'll just put live snakes. All right? Yes. So <laughs> Brandon get us is to the thousand. Baron Corbin of this podcast. Of <laughs> King Corbin, baby. He's not that talented, first of all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you disparage our king. But guys, again, subscribe to us, youtube.com slash Kenny for thoughts. And actually, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Help us move up so that we can be right next to Chris Van Vliet and give him a high five on the rankings, okay? At least get us to Smart to Death's status. We could be next to them. We already we already are the sister podcast of Smart to Death. Not really. Not really. Brandon's the sister podcast, but it's okay. Mm. But guys, before we go, anything else you want to say? Drew. Let's let Brandon go first. Let me think, bro. No, how on. about freaking oh, good lord? The best thing in wrestling of the year, Bobby Lashley, giving the massage <laughs> to Lana. Bloody! I knew we should have gone off air. Best I knew we should have gone wrestling. off air. All right, any promotion, AEW, NXT, eat your heart out, baby. Raw is still king. Drew, what, how did, us what we want Drew, to how did you describe it before we went on air? <laughs> it's like watch another episode of Black. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what that is and you're under the age of 18, for the love of God, do not search that, please. <laughs> People in the chat are saying, end it now, Kenny, end it now. <laughs> but guys... Oh. Bobby, we all jokes aside, Brandon and I just died when Bobby Lashley gave the face when he when he took the sheet away and he looked underneath. We died. We had to run it back. We were laughing so hard. I've never seen uh, Brandon so awake in my life. It was so good. By the way, someone had commented that uh, I don't remember what platform it was or what episode, but I called you socially comatose, and uh, <laughs> they said it was like the best term they'd ever heard. <laughs> 
<laughs> so with that being said, that. please subscribe to our socially comatose uh, co-host and our unofficial co-host, Drew. Drew. He's actually the real co-host. He is. Yeah, I was going to say. He's, he's the real co-host. That's why he's on the bigger screen right now. We're all watching him. Yeah. I, Brandon, I asked you to do this podcast with your back to the camera, and you didn't want to do it. So. Oh, man. Uh, maybe I can make it happen. I mean, the back of his head is uglier than the front of his head, so yeah, he's probably cool. doing us a favor. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon's like, Brandon, you're, why are you still on my shoulder right now? Uh, <laughs> Brandon, are, I got to ask, why is your hair like so spotty? Does it not, <laughs> do you not get it cut properly or what's going on? There? So Brandon, oh. Brandon, no, Brandon got a, <laughs> Brandon try, likes to do this like MC Hammer kind of like kid and play haircut, like for his music stuff for some reason. No. But then like he cuts it once and then like he doesn't cut it for another like four months. So it's like just grows yeah. back weird. Right. Am yeah. I am I lying, Brandon? Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's right. See, I was trying to do a Reebok symbol on one side. Wait, and, can you uh, tell me, yeah, before we go off air, all right, uh, we'll, we'll end on this, can you tell me why you were trying to, you told me that and I didn't ask questions. Why did you try to put a Reebok symbol on the side of your head? I was just, I just thought, oh, I can be edgy or something, you know? But what so happened? Like, what, where were you when this thought came across <laughs> your mind? It just came out, I was like, oh, I want to do, like, a design, and I was like, oh, man, I should do, like, the Reebok design, because I remember, I think I got, like, a little Nike symbol when I was a kid, and I was like, Are you, you know, hoping that these companies symbol. will pay you money to do this? Is that what it is? I like, mean, hopefully somebody from, like, Reebok <laughs> spots you in the street and goes, you know, I could play, I could pay that guy to, to put a symbol yeah. on it. Let's I mean, Reebok that. is pretty desperate right now, so. <laughs> Reebok. I guess, I guess up. them and Brandon have something in common. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm man. I'm gonna be pretty edgy soon. I'm gonna have just the the full man too, guys. Uh, that's oh. that's, that's why it's growing a little bit longer. We will we will have you on the podcast when when that happens. And and Brandon, you get our Reebok sponsorship ready for this podcast, okay? But guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 52 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. I think we're all gonna go to bed now together. Yes, my favorite. <laughs>